I'm Courtney. And I'm Catherine. And you're listening, listening to Two Broke College Girls. Ah, okay. Oh, let's get this. <laughs> Gotta get it. Gotta get the Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to Two Broke College Girls. <laughs> okay, anywho, I am here with a special guest, Jenna Kostecki. She's been on the podcast before, but she is going to help me as this episode is the first of our special edition. No, is it? No, special segment. Almost got the word correctly. Special segment on personal horror dun, stories. Dun, dun. Thank you. I actually need some like special sound effects, so that works. So, <laughs> guys, we're like slap happy right now. I don't know why. Probably because we're like on FaceTime, so we're like looking at each other as we're recording within two different cities. So it, it's fun. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, back to reality. Back to this podcast. So, Jenna. So, would you say you like Halloween? Like, is Halloween one of your favorite? Um, holidays? Um, yes, I would say it's, like, probably close to first, so yeah, I definitely would. Hmm. That's good to hear, as Halloween is my favorite. I love fall season, everything, so in love with this, but yes, Mm mm-hmm. Except, Jenna doesn't like candy corn, and I, I don't want to say I love candy corn, but I like it, so I don't understand people who don't, who hate it, so. But, um, Anywho, guys, me and Jenna are both um, big fans of horror, you know, horror stories, movies, all that kind of just. So I wanted Jenna to hop on these special segments, um, episodes with me to talk about these stories. So the first story that we are going to be playing for you all is actually from my mom, Mama Crump. Go Mama Crump. It's actually, uh, it was a story she's told me and my sister Many times growing up, it was like her personal experience. I want to say she was like in college. Um, well, this was happening, but basically, it was a personal story, um, a personal experience she had um, growing up in her parents' house in the basement. So, with that being said, get to grab some popcorn if you have some, take a chill, and enjoy this personal horror story. Good evening, everyone. Courtney's asked me to relay a story that she's heard me talk about through the years. Um, I'm sitting by the fire and it's dark out and it's kind of making me reminisce about a little creepiness of things that happen. It's October, so of course that's what I'm thinking about. But as we talk about the creepy stuff that goes on in October with the spooky stories, it brings to memory... Um, a story that I have um, with a spirit that I had in my home when I was in my 20s. And I share this story with, uh, with my daughters. And um, it was a very unique story. Uh, the house that I grew up in, I was always told for years that someone had died in the house. We were told uh, it was someone that lived there before us. And there was always a joke as we grew up about the person that had passed away. Something weird would happen. It would be the old man that died in the basement, you know, something crazy like that. 
But in my 20s, I had an experience in the house that was um, kind of unique, uh, kind of scary. Um, I had ha- became very sick at one point and um, was laying in bed and just not feeling very well at all. I'd spent a couple of days being very sick. And I laid in my bed, and the first signs of me experiencing some type of natural being that was in the basement with me was during that time. As I um, laid in the bed, it was pitch dark in the basement, and I felt something, almost something touching my arm as I lay there, feeling really ill. Um, It was almost like a comforting feeling as someone kind of touched my arm. I felt a presence touching my arm. And what's even creepier, I guess, is I even felt it laying down in the bed next to me. I felt the presence of the side of my bed sinking as if there was something there. It was very eerie, eerie feeling that had gone on that night. Um, the next morning, I had told my parents about it. I said, oh my gosh, there was just such a crazy feeling. And and they wrote it off as, mm, no, Annie, you're You don't know what you're talking about. They laughed. They thought it was funny. I'm making up these stories. Well, another night had gone by, and I remember hearing a noise. Um, I had had, at the time, I had these little ferrets that I had in little cages um, in the basement. I had lived in the basement of my parents' home, and um, they would run around the basement, and you'd hear them running around and making noises and things of that nature, but at this point... um, I remember hearing a plastic wrapping, almost like someone took a plastic bag and ruffled it up, you know, kind of take it and crinkled it all up. It was very odd, but I thought the ferrets were playing around. They were doing something very different with it. The next day, I had gone upstairs, and I had told my parents about the weird noises that I'd heard during the night. You know, it was very odd. I was always exchanging the weird experiences that I had at night. And what was odd about that is as I'm telling my parents about it, or my mother about it, we're sitting in her dining room and I was telling her about it. And at the time I was missing a pair of shoes. I was always missing little items. Would just disappear and I wouldn't know where they were. And I had been trying to find a pair of shoes and could not figure out where these shoes had gone. They were missing for so long. But I had told my parents about the, my mother about the weird noise I had heard the night before. And as I'm standing in the kitchen looking into the living room, I look over and there's a chair sitting in a corner. And there was a plastic bag in that chair with the shoes that I'd been looking for for months. Just sitting in that chair in a plastic bag that I had heard rustling the night before while laying in my bed. It was so bizarre. And I told my mother, I said, oh my gosh, that is so weird. Did you put them here? I didn't put these here. Where'd these come from? Where'd this bag come from? I can't believe that this missing bag is showing up. And it's in the bag like the crinkling noise I had heard the night before. My mother joked around with me and said, well, I sure do hope they'd find my earrings. I've been missing one of my earrings for months. They need to find my earring.
Well, if that wasn't bad enough, a few months, a few weeks later, my mother had uh, owned a cleaning service, and so the crew had come over and cleaned the house. And when I came home from work that day, she had asked me, did you find my earring that had been missing for months? I said, no. What are you talking about? She said, the girls had cleaned off the table, the dining room table. They had cleaned the rest of the house. And they came back, and that gold earring that she'd been missing for months was sitting right in the middle of the dining room table. We didn't know where it came from. The girls said, we didn't put it there. We don't know where it came from. I said, oh, my gosh, this is so crazy. Little things like that were happening. Like um, I had cologne that was missing for months. And all of a sudden I went into my, my brother's room, who my brother at the time had left and moved to Florida. But his room was still decorated and his attar of all the things that he had. And a cologne was sitting in his room. It was like little things would pop up. I would have like a checkbook uh, that would be missing for weeks. And all of a sudden it would show up in my bottom of my purse. I wouldn't know where it came from. And what was really odd is we would always joke around about, oh, it must be that old man. That old man's spirit was, you know, doing things to the house, kind of making us all think we were kind of crazy, but making these weird things happen. And we'd joke around about it. Kind of creeped me out a little bit. But we were joking around about it. Well, one night my father always listened to this late night show. <clears throat> and on this late night show, they would have very weird guests on it. And on this night, they had a really weird guest. Um, it was a psychic of some sort. Uh, two gentlemen. And you could call in and tell them your story. And they would tell you some stories of... I don't know if they were ghost hunters or what they were. Um, so I called him. My dad said, you need to call him. Tell him about your story. Tell him about your story. So I called into the radio station, and I'm telling him the story of, um, I didn't tell him about what we had thought, the haunting in our house, just the weird activities that had happened in my house as a gentleman or someone I felt like had laid down and slept next to me, trying to console me and touching my arms and things of that nature. And, of course, the things that were hidden, uh, missing in the house that would show up unexpectedly. And as I told the story, the gentleman stopped and said, you need to stop. You need to get out of there. This is not an old man that is in your home. This is a young man. And you need to get out of there. And I stopped because I'd never told him about the old man. I'd never told him that that's who I thought it was. And it scared me. It scared me tremendously. I, I had to hang up. They, they told me that I could call them later and come down to the station, talk to them. They wanted to share my story, but it freaked me out so bad. And I didn't know what to do because I slept in the basement. And I would have these feelings, these odd, weird things going on in the basement. And, and what could I do? I, I couldn't go anywhere. I lived in the basement. This is where I lived. This is where I, I had nowhere else to go at this time. And um, I ended up watching a, a show on uh, Oprah had about spirits in your home, unwanted spirits in your home. 
what you needed to do if you had them in your home. And at that time, um, I think whoever it was that was hosting the show had indicated what you needed to do. You needed to, to go down and confront your spirit and tell them that they needed to go away, that they weren't welcome there any longer. And it's kind of what I had to do uh, to survive, to live there without going crazy, because I knew I was, you know, fresh out of college and, and trying to save some money to move on and move out on my own, and I had nowhere else to go. I couldn't live somewhere else, and and I wasn't too sure. I thought the spirit was a nice spirit, and I had these psychics on the radio that were telling me I had uh, creepy spirits that weren't nice and that were going to cause me harm, and and I went down in the basement and I I spoke to the spirits and said, "You can't be here anymore. You are not welcome here. You cannot stay here. Please go away." And I had no more experiences after that. It was a uh, very bizarre, but for a few years, it was quite the roller coaster ride of of having something living in the basement with me. I always thought it was a nice ghost. I never thought it was anything evil. Just something that needed some kind of companionship and wanted to play tricks with me as far as moving things around or hiding items from me for a while until it would come back. So that's my story. Kind of crazy, but that's my story. Well, um, wasn't that story quite a uh, mouthful? Jenna, what are your thoughts? Do you do you think that um, it was, I don't want to say childish, do, does this story kind of creeps you out a little bit? Or do you think, I don't know, what are your thoughts? What, do you believe it or not? Or um, I would say it definitely gave me some sort of chills, but it didn't give me all the way chills that my, like, what is it called? Like hair, like stains on the back of your, right? Something like that. I don't know what I'm trying to look for, like the words that I'm looking for. But I would give it probably like a seven because there's some things that like definitely were up there that gave me chills. But I, when it comes to horror, like I laugh at things way too much. That's like why I like them so much because I find them funny. But with this, like, I don't know, like, there is, like, a I think certain I, I think it was just the way she um, spoke the story that kind of want to laugh to it a little bit. Maybe if yeah. it's a little bit, I don't want to say seriousness, but, but overall, well, like, I know if Mama you were in this situation, <laughs> like, it's kind <laughs> of like, awkward to, like, see her as in horror, spooky vibe and everything. <laughs> so, but... If you were in your, if you were in her shoes, what would what would you do? Would would that freak you out, or would you be like, ah, oh, heck no, I'm just gonna continue living in the basement, you know? Uh, if I were her, I would definitely move upstairs. Besides going downstairs, but I would still like live in that house. Like that's gonna happen because, like, what if you like actually don't remember where you put something and you just like remembered? I don't know. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I get, I get that part. But what really creeps me out is the whole, the whole vibe of where she says that she feels like, kind of like some presence, like someone's right next to her, and like the the feeling of someone touching you. That's what creeps me out because I've had a small experience with that 
it wasn't like human like this sounds really dumb like I thought I was a young kid and delusional and I thought like I felt like the presence of my cat that recently died but that's a different story um (laughs) Jenna's looking at me like okay weirdo but I mean I can understand like it it is kind of creepy so that would freak me out but I mean what creeps me out a little bit is that when she was talking to that person is how like she didn't even bring up that she thought it was an old man, especially oh. like since they thought that was who died in the house. And then the woman was like, "It's not it's an young, old man. Young it's man. a yeah. Yes. It's just like it's like how do you oh, know that? Yeah, like, that's for sure, <laughs> got me a little creeped out because like you didn't. She didn't have to say anything to get the vibe. She just got the vibe by itself, and it, that did give me a little chills. Yeah, that 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 freaked me out a little bit, but I just have to laugh. Um, I don't, I guess it's been a while since my mom told me this story. I guess there's some things I didn't really remember. I think, especially like her saying that she lost her, um, couldn't find some of the objects, like her clone stuff. I just remember the shoes and the bag ruffling, but I don't know. Yeah, way to but go, Mama it just cracks me. Just get with the cologne. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess what just cracks me up a little bit is just at the end how she's like, I thought it was a. <laughs> the way she said this, I thought it was a good spirit. I thought it want, co- wanted companionship. Or what did, what was it? did she, she say companionship? Like, I don't know, like something nice. And I was like, whoa. Companion? I guess. Company? No. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just thought that was funny because like in general with spirits, maybe I get what she's trying to say. Like spirits out there that are just like, I guess, lost souls. But I wouldn't call them like a a, a good or bad spirit. I would just say ghost like you know <laughs> paranormal just, activity like normal soul <laughs> they could be either bad or good but they're just a normal soul it, yeah i just i just thought that that fart that i just <laughs> said fart not part <laughs> we're keeping that in there um <laughs> um yeah but overall i thought the story was pretty entertaining um so yeah, yeah. So I hope you guys uh, <laughs> enjoyed uh, the first story of our special segment of personal horror stories. Um, please continue to, I don't want to say stay tuned, but I guess keep up to date. Um, no, shit. How do they say it? <laughs> um, stay tuned. Okay, sorry. Yeah, okay, guys. Huh, my bad. But please stay tuned for next episode of um the personal horror stories, which Jenna will be on it with me again. Yippee. She's just gonna be on this whole special segment through the rest of Halloween. I mm, I mean I'm just butchering everything here. I'm, I'm just killing it like bam bam bam. Through the Halloween segments. I'm just trying to say through October because there's like two more weeks left of it. I'm I'm saying I'm saying I'm telling them to stay tuned. You and me are doing these special stay tuned episodes. For more Jenna and Courtney <laughs> for Halloween episodes. I don't know. For Halloween stories and our crackheadness, because obviously we can't even put sentences together right now. That is true. <laughs> okay, anywho. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of Special Edition. No, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say say two co- two broke colors. I got this. I got this. I got this. <laughs> She's just blocking me. Okay. Anywho, thank you guys for listening. Please stay tuned for the next episode of Personal Horror Stories. 
See you guys later. Dun, dun, Bye. Dun.